a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Dave's X Media. Welcome to the Restricted Section, the podcast in which I am breaking up with Harry Potter, and it's the most dramatic breakup of my life, including summer 2008, when I broke up with Ari, and it was the first time I ever dumped someone I really loved, so I listened to Leona Lewis's bleeding love on repeat for weeks in his honor. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Chapter 16, A Very Frosty Christmas. Is that what we read? Yes. Yes. Everybody read that? Thank God. I just <laughs> developed like a new anxiety that people, that I told people to read the wrong thing. Four years of this podcast and it just occurred to me that somebody could have read the wrong thing. And now I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Chapter 16, A Very Frosty Christmas in which Ronald gets a very silly Christmas present and the Minister of Magic tries to convince Harry to be his mascot. I'm your prince. Uh, I'm your prince. <laughs> 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 I'm your host, Christina. I am a prince. <laughs> My co-host today is a real scrim shower. Leela, say hello to the listeners, Leela. Hello. Hello, listeners. Are, uh, we, are we bringing back scrim shower? Yeah, I think it's scrim time, shower. right? Oh, God. It's, it's fine. Oh, that joke finally paid when. off. <laughs> it's taken literal years. But the, the, uh, the real OG listeners know. Y'all know. Y'all know. And my other co-host today has been underground, undercover with the werewolves. Haley, say hello to the listeners, Haley. Hello, listeners. Tell me more about this alternate universe where I, I get to hang out with werewolves. <laughs> I know you fit right in. I really would. Yeah, I agree. How the hell are you guys doing right now? Oh, you know, hump day. <laughs> yeah, the vibe was weird when we got on the on the Zoom chat. The Zoom call today. Like, we're, everybody, do, do you need to get it out a little bit? Do you need to like shake it I out? I don't know. You know? I, like, I th- I think it's mostly just that like all three of us do this a lot. So like like when there's somebody who isn't super used to doing a podcast, sometimes there's like we, we like try to bring the energy to be like, hey, don't be nervous. It's gonna be fun. Here's what you do. <laughs> Whereas like but with each other, yeah, with each other, to. we're just like, you fucking know. Like we're here. Yeah, it's we're like here. It, it, we're, it we're all, ready to it almost, drink butter beer. God, it feels like a work meeting almost, but like with fun coworkers. I did make coffee. You did make coffee. That's yeah. <laughs> you're right. And you know, I'm surrounded by fidget toys, but that's just. Oh yeah, a I was wondering if you wanted. I was wondering if you wanted to maybe shout out one of your fidget toys. Yes, it is. I was fidgeting with it on the couch. Um, let me. Let me just grab it real quick so okay, I can describe I want, I want it to, see, to you I want in to detail. See, I want to see. It's really cute. Um, I'm not wearing it? pants. Sorry. It's, <laughs> your camera's dangled in a way that we can't see. Oh my god, I saw her under butt. Okay, well, we saw a little bit. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, we see each other naked at least twice a year. She looked at my vagina and said, oh, you kind of have a dolphin-shaped vagina, too. <laughs> hey, you did not see it. <laughs> I'm wearing my good, uh, my good, my big panties, the comfy ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. I'm on my period, so I got them period panties, baby. I, I like to wear them anyways. They're so thick. I'm like, yeah, they're really nice. <laughs> so plush. Keep me toit. Um, our friend, uh, our good friend and fan of the pod, but mostly our friend. We met her on Discord. Her name is Takenna. She is. She's been, she was on the pod like three. She's or been four on weeks the pod. Ago. Uh, okay, very recently and frequently. Yeah, that was back in September. That was that was recent, and yeah. um, she's really good at at crafts, especially knit knitting. Yeah, I think crochet. crocheting. And she, I think, heard me talking a lot about fidget toys one episode, and then the next episode. Well, I've been asking desperately for advice. I'm oh, like, please, please my send back? me fidgets. No, in the Discord server, oh. I was like, hello, everyone. What's your best fidget toys? And you were like, LOL, that's about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she mailed me this really beautiful little um, crocheted frog 
It's so cute. It has curly little limbs, and you can tug them, and then it's really soft and, like, squeezy. Oh, my God. And you can play with these little beads, pink beads for, like, rosy cheeks, and then blue beads for the eyes, and you can roll them around. It's just It's literally the sweetest thing. That's so so fucking cute! Oh, my God! I love that. I love, I, I love all of that. Huge thanks to Takana. She's the best. Yeah, that's She's awesome. Most thoughtful thing that no people do thoughtful stuff for me all the time, but it was a very it was it was <laughs> this one was really thoughtful. I don't so know. I people just you. do thoughtful stuff for me all the time. I don't know what it is about me. I think I just like people really want to fix. Like they're like I, I feel like I could I could add something. Like I feel like I here. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me improve this. You're, well. you're a great audience for a random act of kindness. I will say. I did. Um, I did. <laughs> I did tell you that for Christmas and your birthday, I'm going to reorganize your kitchen. I know because <laughs> it makes me nervous to go in there. Mm. I do think about it every day. I'm like, oh my god, and then I have to think about like how to clean it enough and time. We, we'll just <laughs> in figure time for it what. Out. <laughs> Christmas and my birthday for you to come. You have, you have to do that as you go. You can't clean beforehand. You mm. clean during. Mm. Oh, yeah. See, that's a real... I think I always forget that part. Yeah, you clean during, and Haley volunteered <laughs> to come. I don't remember if she said help or just watch and laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll do both. Yeah, you can do both at the same yeah, time. No, no, I, I'm, I, and I'm very good at uh, logistical thinking and uh, making an ergonomic space for a person who can't uh, remember stuff no good if they can't actively see it. That's true. That's so true. And even though I only spilled hot soup on myself one time. You said twice. Yeah. Okay, it We're, was like one and a half. Okay. <laughs> We're bringing that microwave down to your, at least your shoulder level. The microwave is taller than Leela's entire head. It's a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so big. Like, what on earth? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to die someday. Nah. Via I mean, hot soup. Yeah. <laughs> that's I'm, not the kind of way I want you to die. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about me that just. Like, that if just I don't. says I'm going to die by hot soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, I really do. Wasn't that, that, that wasn't that a out. cards a cards against humanity card back back be. in the day? A soup that is too hot. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, like an OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what I was gonna say. Oh, I was gonna say well, I was. I was. Oh. It's okay. Let's get into the <laughs> the chapter because we have a lot. Bitch, we have through. announcements. Come on, oh. no, shut up. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so I want to start the episode with a really, really exciting announcement for our listeners. I've been waiting to announce this for like a year. Haley's birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday, Haley. Yay, my birthday. (laughs) You got me. Your birthday is tomorrow, and we're going to go out to get Hot Pot, right? Yes. Yes. I'm very excited. I'm excited as well. It's so good. How old are you, Haley? I am 32. Count them, 32 years old. You're always catching up with me, but you'll never quite get there. Uh, you know, you? you don't have to say it. You don't have to dangle it over my head. It's dangling. It's there. Man, I hate dangling. On Saturday, we're having a toga party for Haley. Toga, 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 toga. toga. Do you know what you're wearing, Leela? I'm... I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to have to get some, buy something from Amazon again. I don't want to. Hey, you kind of don't have to. Uh, you know what's super great about Roman clothes? It's all rectangles, baby. It is all <laughs> fucking rectangles, and you don't even actually have to sew anything. Like, ma- male or female dress, it is just you, t- you take a, re- a rectangle, and you fold it around yourself, and then, like, you make little little sleeves, and that's kind of it. And like, mm-hmm. or you just wrap it like there's a there's a million ways to wrap it, but it's just big rectangles. You can get a curtain. You can literally get a sheet. It is not difficult. Even yeah. I'm just there's so little of me to wrap a whole sheet in. I don't know how if that would. I didn't mean it. That. You just wrap it twice then. Just thrice, maybe. Just keep wrapping. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Be thick on that Go to the thrift store and find like a twin size sheet. But yeah, well, like you can just get like curtains at Fantastic Thrift or something, and like put oh. them together. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, well, enough about Haley's birthday because that's actually not actually what is most important this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck me. 
<laughs> well, obviously Halloween was yesterday, and that's important too. Also bad. But wow. Anyway, Leela, do you want to tell them? Yes, uh, listeners, we have an extremely exciting announcement. We've been hinting at it, teasing at it, accidentally announcing it. Um, you know, for I put a, I put a trailer at the end of last week's episode without saying anything. <laughs> Putting a trailer just in places with no explanation. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's the point of a trailer, right? So we um, yeah. have a really exciting new project that Christina and I have been working on um, called Burn Before Reading. Woo! Woo! Sorry. What? Sorry, sorry, sorry. What? It's, it's the Christina Khan and Leela from, from Burn Before Reading. Is this a crossover episode? <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> Ah, I've been waiting all year to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Haley named the pod. It was originally called the Cringe Cast, but that was like too taken. Other people had kind of taken it. I was so, so surprised that no one had taken this one. Yeah, it's too good. It, it's so simple. What, what can I say? You're too good, Haley. I mean, I'll take it. I'll hail Haley, namer of pods. Basically, on the podcast, we are looking at the stuff that we and guests wrote when we were younger, maybe like high school or younger, and uh, we're roasting it because it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just uh, kind of like a fun little romp right through memory lane um, in a yeah. time when you were younger and you thought a lot differently than you may even remember thinking. And it's just a really fun way to kind of present uh, a version of who you used to be. So um, why is it called Burn Before Reading, Tina? Oh, because you want to burn. It's like you should have burned it before you read it on the podcast, before we could make you read it on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Nothing but regret. (laughs) Several of our friends have already volunteered to burn their their previous writings so that they so that we can't force them to come onto the pod with us. That's true. Um, But we do have a lot of really fun episodes planned with pretty much everyone you've ever heard and enjoyed on the restricted section before. Like we're rounding up all of our favorite guests to record some really dope episodes of Burn Before Reading. Um, So the very first three episodes came out today. What day is it? It's It's today. today. Um, The episodes came out today, November 1st. That's incredible. I'm so proud of us. Oh, my God. We dropped three episodes for you just because this podcast is a little weird and we felt like it took three. If you, It feels like you need around three episodes to like get the vibe. Yeah. Because the first episode is me and Leela just kind of shooting the shit, reading some of our very short works um, that didn't really require like full episodes. The second episode, I actually recorded it before I decided to make Leela my co-host. Whoopsie. But it's me, Haley and Brooke. So it's still fun even though Leela isn't there. I'm talking about Brooke's poem, The World, that she wrote in fifth grade. Oh, The world is made from land and water. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then the third episode is me, Leela, and Courtney talking about some, like, a stream of consciousness that Courtney wrote after uh, catching her boyfriend cheating on her in the act. (gasps) Uh, It's very, a very juicy episode. So these are all extremely fun episodes. Please listen to all three. Subscribe to the show. Rate and review us. You can do all these things. Tell a friend if there's a you have a friend that you think might like to listen to it. Uh, word of mouth is definitely still how I hear about most of my podcasts. So let everyone know. Shout it from the mountaintops. Burned Before Reading is a podcast that you should listen to. I'm Christina Khan. And I'm Leela Hilton. And this is Burn Before Reading. The podcast about shitterature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. Uh, like that school project you were really proud of. Or that poem you wrote when you got dumb. Well, how about that apology letter you wrote to your mom when you got into that fight? Or the song you recorded before you knew how to write music. Okay, don't at me. (laughs) And we're here to talk about other cringy literary topics along the way. Like the Library of Alexandria. And Dewey Decimal. His name was Melville. Melville Dewey. Oh, well, do we want to get the clips rolling? I don't think I ever recovered from this in terms of being cool. Why did I say any of this? 
I do like the drama. So there is actually quite a bit to unpack here. Oh, all this drama was so addictive as a teenager. There's no punctuation to it. I'll start with that. I actually have no memory of this. There were so many, so many lies that I was telling it. It's not terrible. No one like really taught me how to write a good short story. That was a journey. Listen to Burn Before Reading every Wednesday, wherever pods are cast. And also, if you have any shitty writing from childhood, just burn it. Just burn it. Just burn <laughs> no, it. We, we actually no, we- are working on a submission form so people can send in their stuff for us to roast. <laughs> yeah. So and we we'll promise, like, it, it, is, it is embarrassing, but, like, it's also really, really fun. We make it fun. We keep it light as we yeah, can. Yeah, it's, it's very wholesome. It's definitely about, like, ref- reflection. We tell, we tell people only bring stuff on the show that you have emotional distance from. Like, yeah. we're not... Opening old wounds. It's like it, it, we're. It's this is purely for camaraderie and entertainment purposes. It's yeah. like showing your friends your old baby photos. Yeah, it's like look at if Sean's head has been this big ever since he was eighteen months old. <laughs> oh, Sean's baby photos. He looks exactly like he does now. It's really funny. It's like I don't mean that Sean looks like a baby currently. I mean that Sean as a baby looked like a grown man. Yes, yeah, and... With all the cares of a grown man. And imagine raising baby Sean. Imagine how precocious he must have been. God, fussy little thing. What if I get a baby Sean? What if I have a baby and it's a baby Sean and it, it, like, knows how to do math and I'm, like, so much dumber than it? I I think you'll feel like uh, Molly Weasley feels with the twins. Okay, I guess let's talk about the fucking chapter, eh? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? We just talk about the fucking chapter, see if I care. Yeah, oh, segue in. Wait. This chapter marks our halfway point through this book. Ooh. We're halfway there. And? Whoa, whoa, we're living on we're a prayer. We're living on a prayer, yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck chapter? This is a very frosty Christmas. I know Halloween was yesterday, but... You know that, at least at Michael's Arts and Crafts, the day after Halloween is Christmas. Oh, I this year is the year. I've been saying it's coming for most of my life, but it's this year that it's happened. Uh, they've got the Christmas shit out on shelves at like CVS and Target before Halloween. Oh, they have crossed. They have crossed the fucking Rubicon. Oh, whoever is out there oppressing Christians needs to work harder. That's just, just beat them back. Get back where you belong. Back on the other side of Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Uh, okay. Well, we're at the borough um, peeling sprouts and Harry's telling Ron what he overheard at Slughorn's Christmas party. Um, he didn't have time to tell Hermione about it because he didn't have time. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like that whole paragraph reads like uh, when you're an editor and you, you're you like telling an author like, hey, this thing that happened in retrospect does kind of need to be addressed because the yes. reader is going to be wondering. And then like they just That's throw true. in the whole paragraph. It's way more detail than it needs to be. Well, and um, it's funny because at, when in the episode in last week's episode, we were like did Harry go back to that party? Cause it just, the chapter is like, and there he sat on the floor contemplating what he had just heard. And then, then it ends. And we were like, does he go back for Luna? And I'm glad to know he like did go back for Luna. He went back to the party to say his goodbyes at least. No, um, it was so like, that's good to know. He just uh, acted out the entire music video for panic at the disco. Uh, fucking. Oh shit. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? I- something like pacing the pu- yeah 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 i write since night tragedies that yeah. one yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that was his night <laughs> ron just seems kind of skeptical that snape would make an unbreakable vow i think this is in the movies where it, ron's like well the thing about unbreakable vows is they're unbreakable <laughs> and harry's like yeah i'd figured that much out myself thanks so much and that's verbatim in the books enter fred and george well it's actually kind of funny because do, does anyone have the text in front of them? What's that little exchange about, like, Fred's left buttock or yeah. whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you die, Ro- said Ron simply. That's what happens when you break a binding magical contract. Sure, um, okay. Fred and George tried to get me to make one when I was about five. I nearly did, too. I was holding hands with Fred and everything when Dad found us. He went mental, said Ron, with a reminiscent gleam in his eyes. <laughs> Only time I've ever seen Dad as angry as Mom. 
Fred reckons his left buttock's never been the same since. Well, yeah, well, passing over Fred's left buttock. I beg your <laughs> pardon, said Fred's voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is that implying that he got, like, magic spanked? Magic like. spanked? Yeah, magic what, spanked. Ha- what like, about, like, he- real spanked? Just why wouldn't it be magic, though? These magicians are so fucking stupid. They don't know how to just actually spank their kids. They have to magic spank them. Yeah, yeah, bewitch a slipper, a slipper to do it for you. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, Fred and George start heckling them about having to do things by hand, but they refuse to help because it builds character, which, frankly, I would probably do this to my sibling, yeah. too. This is peak older sibling behavior. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do they mean? So when they say sprouts, do you think these are like, um, un- like maybe like spring onions, like that kind of thing? Oh, or- interesting. No, it's not. They couldn't be. It's Christmas. What sprouts are they? You can grow sprouts, like little alfalfa sprouts, like pretty much any time, yeah, I guess, yeah, inside. Yeah, but like, how, why would you peel those? Yeah, they're so tiny there's already. No, yeah, there's nothing to eat Maybe, maybe Brussels sprouts? But you don't need oh, to that, peel a Brussels sprout, do you? Um, um, I, pe- I peel, like, the outer, like, layer I off. mean, the outer layer kind of just falls off. You don't really need to peel it. You don't need a knife for it. Huh, I sometimes agree, sometimes disagree. Yeah, I No, usually... yeah, it, I don't use a peeler, you're right. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Um, this might be a I don't thing. know. I googled it. Okay. Yeah, I googled it, but you can't because it just brings out Brussels sprouts. Maybe I don't know. Maybe how to peel a sprout, and it'll give you a picture of the kind oh, yeah. of sprout it means. That's clever. Bru- it says the us the easiest way to peel the leaves of a Brussels sprout. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Okay. Yes, people Why? people say that people sometimes use that language that they're peeling their sprout. I could not tell you why. I feel I've heard of shaving them before. That sounds That's difficult. Different. Shaving. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now no I have questions. Talk. No more. <laughs> well, talk. I was I was about to move on, but then you said shaving. Well. <laughs> oh, I've I've shaved a Brussels sprout before, like into like a salad. Yeah, kind of like grating it, I guess. Or yeah. Okay. I use like a mandolin. I use a mandolin. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Mm. That's shaving. I love Brussels okay. sprouts. Okay. Okay. They start roasting Ron about lavender. Yeah. Ron throws a knife at Fred. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's wrong with this fucking family? Ron throws a knife at Fred. No, that sounds like brothers. That's, yeah, like, like older, Mm. like, brother on brother, brother on brother violence. My brothers never pulled knives on each other, Mm. first of all. That's some troubled team. Yeah, I think these ones do. Yeah. I I don't fucking know. Um, and Ms. Weasley walks in and is like, stop fucking throwing knives. Yeah, no, I definitely know people who would throw, whose brothers would throw knives. <laughs> and then the twins, like, they're like, oh, we got to go flirt with some muggle girl in the village who likes my tricks. Wink. Like, and they literally just like skip away. Uh, like successful and hot. <laughs> good for them. Like, do you, do you think they're like the cryptids of this town? That family. Yeah. Everyone oh in God, the town so is like, funny. what the fuck is wrong with the Weasleys on the hill? They are so goddamn weird. They're like time <laughs> out of mind weird. It's like, why do they all look so poor? Except for these two <laughs> twins, look like Willy Wonka. Like, <laughs> like the, the hot punk brothers who like do mm. magic tricks. And then everybody else is just like play acting at normal. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun to have. I would definitely, if as the village girl, I would have a crush on Fred and George. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like they're like kind of going to share her, which I guess that's like pretty cool. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Or they're just very for sport because it's fun. They're the kinds yeah, of guys true. who would. Well, they. I feel like they're each other's best wingman. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think they um, can e- either of them. I uh, can really hold a full conversation without somebody there to fill in the ends of their sentences. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made myself sad. I know, me too. I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. We have a whole book left until then. <gasps> um, so, so Ron and Harry go back to discussing Malfoy and Snape. Ron feels that no one will believe that Snape wasn't just trying to figure out what Malfoy's up to, like, for our team, so... Harry's kind of frustrated with everyone for not believing him. Yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, that part of his point is, like, he's focusing way too much on the Snape thing, first of all, because, like, this is kind of, the conversation kind of proved everything that he was saying about Malfoy being a Death Eater, right? So, like, 
I would be yeah. excited about like just that, but he's like fixating on the Snape thing, and it's based entirely on no one's that good an actor, not even Snape, quote unquote. Which Dumb. like that's how do you how many theater classes have you yeah. taken? What how he do you really... gauge who's a, who's a good actor and who isn't? He really just blindly thinks he knows everything. It's amazing. I've never had that kind of confidence before. Oh. I have. I know. But, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I still think, like, you mean, I mean, like, that kind of, like, brazen confidence that boys just have, where yeah, they'll be I, like... I definitely am fine hearing that I'm wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I assert my dumb confidence, but, like, if you're like, that's not right, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. I think that's the key. You have to be able to be humble about it, like, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you have to be I'm able so to back humble. up the confidence <laughs> with humility. Yeah. So now it's Christmas Eve. Okay, let's talk about something. The angel on top of their Christmas tree is a garden gnome <laughs> that bit Fred. It's like drugged. And they, like, dressed it up and it's glued like, wings kind of and- Sick. Yeah, it no, I like sick. I like have a little thing pointing to it that like this is somehow this feels over the line. This it is super over the line. Like yes. yeah, this feels like I I don't know. This, this feels like boys will be boys in like the bad way. The bad way, yeah. I I hate this. And if I and it says only Fred, George, Harry, and Ron knew about it. And I'm like, yeah, because anyone else in this house would have been like, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, like if they'd even involved Ginny, who's usually down, like I think Ginny would have been like, this feels over the line, guys. Yeah, this we don't do this. Yeah, like do you think it was like only Fred, and then he showed the f- like three of them because who else would think it's funny? When you said only Fred, it sounded like only only fans, but like just Fred. (laughs) No, it has to be the both of them. Like the redhead twins, they would make a killing. If it's just Fred, then he's just a weird ginger. There's no shtick there. (laughs) So to speak. So the whole family, including like Fleur, Harry, Lupin, they're all sitting around and Bill, everyone but Percy and Charlie. They're sitting around on Christmas Eve listening to Celestina Warbeck, which I love, like, the ongoing, like, <laughs> bit about how bad Celestina Warbeck is or, like, not, like, Harry's vibe of music. And Molly is, like, so enchanted by it. All of the and song Molly, titles are so fucking good. They are good. Do you are, do you have one or two in front of you? A cauldron full of hot, strong love. <laughs> I think the other one is, uh, you charmed the heart right out of me. Oh my god. <laughs> and um, Molly and Arthur are like so me and Sean when she's like, remember when we danced to this in Paris? Or like whatever she says. And he's like, what? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. falling asleep, <laughs> peeling an orange. Yeah, yeah, he's falling asleep, and he's like, "What? Yeah, whatever you said, yes." <laughs> um, Fleur keeps talking over the music as one does at a party. Yeah, and the- Molly keeps turning the volume up. <laughs> oh, she's she's as really- moms do at a party when they want everybody <laughs> to experience the emotional thing. Oh my god, I can't. Uh, she's that. being really being a bitch, and I mean that in a negative way. Yeah, she's for sure. so mean to Fleur. She just continues. She I'm like, get over it, dude. Like, what, do you want to marry him? You want to sleep with him? You want to fuck him? Yeah. Imagine if one person said that to her. She's so <laughs> English, she would die immediately. <laughs> okay, so Harry's sitting, like, next to Arthur, and it's... It's, like, too loud, I guess, for them to be, like, overheard, really, except by Lupin, who's sitting there being emo (laughs) for probably no reason. Mm. They start talking, and Arthur admits that, like, all of the arrests and everything that the ministry is making are, like, wrong. And they're just trying to, like, look like they're doing something. And he's like, oh, uh, oh, but this is all top secret. And Harry's (laughs) like, oh, yeah, I know. But he's, like, writing it down on his steno pad. (laughs) Dude, like, this is just what it's like living in, like, D.C., like, oh, yeah, so, but like, I can't tell you about that. Yeah, sometimes your parents will, like, just tell you stuff and then follow it up with, anyway, that's, like, top secret, but, like, <laughs> you just just don't, like, put it online or anything. I just sh- thought that, like, you should know about it. It's just, why? <laughs> Wait, why are you telling me? <laughs> <laughs> 
God. Don't burden me with this, this the, information. Yeah, dead ass. I had a friend who like suspected that her husband worked like for like with and for the president, but could never confirm. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, so Harry tells Arthur about what he overheard between Snape and Malfoy. And Lupin butts in to be like, that's not our business. That's Dumbledore's. Quote, you are determined to hate him. But also, like, it's like, yeah, Harry is determined to hate this guy. But at the same time, what he overheard is weird. Yeah. And maybe we should investigate it. And, like, not to not to split hairs, but Snape was determined to hate Harry first. So. Yeah. Yes. Like, for what, sure. what reason has he been given to not dislike and distrust the guy yeah yeah totally he snape started it and he is the adult uh, yeah like like lupin even goes into you know hey i uh, like harry is basically asking him like hey can, can you honestly tell me that you like him i like i know that you guys were enemies as kids like can you yeah. honestly tell me that you don't also fucking hate his guts and Lupin's like, oh, I neither like nor dislike Severus because, like, for all the bad blood between us, he did help me out with not becoming a werewolf and attacking the entire school while I was living in the Very school. Fair. Which, like, okay, that's that was a uh, solid um, on Snape's part, but at the same time, I feel like you can still be mad at him, Lupin, solely on the child abuse yeah. grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we that's definitely still a, don't talk enough about the child abuse. Yeah, like, it, like you're an abusive teacher. You're an abusive teacher, man. Like, just yeah. And he like affects. He almost totally like affects Harry's entire life and career by like making it hard for him to succeed at potions, and then like making the passing score for his new classes like higher than Slughorns. It, yeah, just bro. I mean, bro. Also, this just this like unwavering never question uh Dumbledore thing is is yeah. so culty. I mean talk it's about really upsetting to witness. Yeah. It, it, it's just you can cut this out maybe, but it it just reminds me a little bit of like some like evangelical like sex of evangelical Christianity. Um how they're just like how I'm just like, hey mom, um did this what does this mean? And she's just like, well just don't worry about it have faith yeah, in god just pray about it <laughs> and i'm like uh so do you don't know or <laughs> like that's that is simply not an answer i just uh, want context and they're like how yeah. dare you question sweet sexy dumbles and he's like sweet, i mean sexy dumbles that reminds me of the dumbledore from puffs yeah oh my god <laughs> or um is it puffs or is it very potter i don't know which one's andrew anymore I, the I one from that's a very Potter musical, I think. No, I think yeah. it's Puffs. Oh, wait. No, no. No, 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 because Puffs Dumbledore was just kind of, like, drunk and chaotic, wasn't he? Gym oh teacher God. Dumbledore was very Potter musical because he was obsessed with um, High School Musical. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, it was that one. And they I'm had still that getting running them, bit. I'm getting all those things. No, no, like, up. no, I'm, I'm having to connect the dots in my head to... To figure it out because I also wasn't sure. Uh, huh. Sweet, sexy dumbles. Yeah. <laughs> it really does sound unsettlingly it's like uh, like Andrew's like doofy voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, Harry and Lupin like get chatting, but and Arthur like runs off to make sure that Molly doesn't kill Fleur because Fleur's talking shit about Celestina, which <laughs> Is rude, but we've talked before about maybe Fleur having some like cultural differences about like shit talking. Yeah, some pe- some people culturally shit talk. Yeah, not the English. Like, I wouldn't be afraid to be like, "Bitch, this music sucks." I do that to Sean all the time. I'm like, "This song sucks. Please play the next one." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like. I love Arthur so much for running to the next room to get eggnog. Like, how about eggnog? How about who wants eggnog? Yeah. <laughs> It's very aware of him. How, how do I diffuse this situation as fast as possible? He's so efficient. Yeah, he, he really is. He, this is not a drill. So Lupin shares that he's been living among his fellow werewolves as a, like a spy slash like trying to convince people like werewolves to come over to the good side. And we learn a little bit about Fenrir Greyback. 
That's the guy that bit Lupin and made him a werewolf. Dun, and dun, he's a bad dun. guy. He's kind of like the true, like one of the most truest, like evil characters. I feel like in this series, he like just wants to ruin lives. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of unfortunate, like the implications with his whole thing. Cause like, what do you mean? Like Lupin and the whole like werewolves having trouble finding jobs in society and stuff like was I kind of coded as a gay HIV thing for like the time period. So then like Mm -hmm. you get to this book and I, I don't necessarily think that this was on purpose. I think this is like an implications thing where people kind of drew the connection, but the whole thing of, I uh, bite them young, he says, and raise them away from their parents, raise them to hate normal wizards. Like, sounds an awful lot oh. like the r- grooming rhetoric that comes, yeah. that kind of goes in cycles mm, with the queer yeah, community. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, 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 I've heard that talked about with uh, with this whole thing. Mm. Wow, Ugh. okay. Well, thanks for saying that, I guess. <laughs> oh, you know, don't you remember that book? Um, what was it, like, The Witch of the Woods or something? What was that What was that fucking book about the Norse mythology that we read for book club? It was like, called The Witch's Heart. Witch's Heart. Je- Genevieve Gornichek. Amazing. You, you, you amaze me every day with that recollection. Um, well, I just really liked that book. I liked it a lot, my, too. Like, top five for the year. I was just thinking I recognized the name Fenrir from that oh, yeah. book. Like, from, in Norse mythology, he's, like, a giant... Wolf son. Wolf. It, it's yeah. like <laughs> Junior's names are not subtle. <laughs> no. Fenrir. Would you believe he's a wolf? <laughs> oh my god, it's another moon moon. <laughs> moon moon. <laughs> he like positions himself such that when he like turns into a werewolf, he's gonna fuck people up. He's trying to infect as many people as possible. Yeah, especially like, children. Yeah, especially kids, yeah. And that's what's fucked up. So Harry asks Lupin, do you know who the Half-Blood Prince is? And Lupin is like, how old is this book that you're talking about when Harry explains himself? And Harry has never looked to see how old this book is because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I can't believe. I like. I can't believe. I don't know, man. When you were 16, did you know what a copyright page was? I, I mean, think I could. Yes, I did. I definitely yeah. knew you could find in a book the year. I might not have had the word copyright page, but I definitely knew that you could find the year in a book. I don't know. Definitely. I don't. I don't know if I'd ever noticed that. But wow. it, like every time, every time somebody like brings up stuff about books in the Wizarding world, I am once again confronted with the idea of wizard publishers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and why yeah, does it horrifying. take Harry so fucking long to figure out where it is in the book? Yeah, he no. Goes, it says, like, finally f- f- flipping back to the first page. Like, just start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like, if the information's gonna be anywhere, it's gonna be at the beginning or the end. Just, like, no, pick one of the two. I'm too impulsive. Flip right through every single page. <laughs> Surely it's here somewhere. <laughs> so, it's Christmas. Happy Christmas, Leela. Happy Christmas, Christina. Happy Christmas, Haley. Happy Christmas, Christina. Happy Christmas, Leela. Happy Christmas, Haley. <laughs> you went Australian. That was Australian. Happy yeah. Oh no. Oh no, it's oh, it's veering no. it's veering New Zealand. <laughs> um Oh, hey, they mentioned when we're there we're listening to the radio, when we're listening to Celestina, that mm-hmm. they're listening to it on the wireless. What the, the fuck is the wireless? What a is wireless this? radio. Like an old oh, school radio. Thought, okay, they have that because uh, Mr. Weasley's like... Like, what would they normally listen to music? I think, th- I think I, the I think, radio. Yeah, I think wizards have Which radios. Which is dumb because it's technology. It's so <laughs> dumb. Like, it, but it's like they have old school radios. Like, they use... they Haley, use, if like, they don't use fucking ballpoint pens, I'm not going to hear it about radio. <laughs> no, I get it. No, no. It's like, I'm, I am I am supporting your point because here's the thing. They, like, they stopped adopting technology ostensibly in like what the late 1800s which there were kind of some radio things then but it wasn't like a thing Mm -hmm. but then the technology advanced after after they had already cut themselves off so they let themselves accept like the absolute oldest shittiest version of the technology (laughs) wait actually the ballpoint pen 
It was invented in 1888. So they have no excuse. actually spot on. So they have no excuse. (laughs) (laughs) But that would mean that they just don't have any tech. Their technology is like 100 years old. Pretty much. Wow. So it is consistent. Like. Anyway, (laughs) Lavender gave Ron a really, really embarrassing Christmas present. (laughs) <laughs> it's a gold it's chain so that says my sweetheart. It, <laughs> honestly, Ron... nothing has ever driven home for me. The fact that this takes place <laughs> in the nineties, like that font, <laughs> the font, the imagined font. It's not like we... yeah. Oh, do you mean like in the book? The, yeah. The, exact font? the curly font. That's funny. I'm going to take a picture of that and put it on the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's how Harry wakes up to Ron being like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. Harry's like, why do you think, why would she think you'd like that? And Ron's like, well, we don't like talk very much. She actually doesn't know anything about me. And Harry's like, that's quite enough. Hmm, Interesting. (laughs) I regret ever asking. And then Ron's like, so is Hermione really going out with Corbett McLaughlin? Oh my God. Oh my God. Ron. And honestly, it's bad. I, yeah, no, like, I honestly have to respect Harry's response, too, because yeah. he knows perfectly well why she's pretending to date him. And he's mad yeah. at her, not because she's doing it, just because of her choices. Like, raise your standards, please, God. Uh, but he doesn't fucking rat her out here because he knows she's in the right. Yeah. So Harry and Ron are opening their Christmas presents. Creature gave Harry a package of maggots. Which Uh is disgusting, and I hate it, until Ron's laughing at him, and Harry's like, I'd rather have them than that necklace. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's so good. (laughs) Wait, Creature sent it? Yeah. Uh, I I was thinking Dobby sent it, and I was like, that's weird. (laughs) I think he, like, has to send a gift. Okay, yeah. This guy's servant. Yeah. Slave. Enslaved elf. Yeah. I I don't know about has to, but... It was probably, like, a thing with uh, Sirius's parents. So he probably does, like, has been expected Uh, to do it in the past and just figure, like, hey, fuck you. I see. So at Christmas lunch, um, okay, first of all, Molly Weasley gave the whole family sweaters except Fleur Delacour. What the fuck, woman? Come on, Molly. That hurt my feelings just It hurt my feelings, too. That's so mean. I hate feeling left out. It's a good thing. It's it, just it's mean a, as fuck. It's a good thing Fleur's so, like, weirdly well-adjusted. Yeah, she's very, like, is affable the right word? Like, just very, she's fine. You like, know, whatever happens, she's fine. She kind of reminds me of Emily, in a way. Ooh, what's the word? I, um, Emily is belligerently, belligerently ambivalent. It, yeah, it was oh, yeah. belligerently <laughs> ambivalent. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, this is such an interesting combination. she's a special woman my bff emily she'll never come on the podcast but she does listen to it sometimes oh i know isn't that so cute that's kind of sweet she doesn't give a shit about harry potter she She just gives a shit about friendship she listens to (laughs) sorcerer's stone over and over like the audiobook to fall asleep at night that's really sweet i know i love her so Ginny flirtatiously plucks a maggot from Harry's hair. Ooh. And Harry's into it. Yeah, he's like, oh. He gets a little shiveries. It's like, Ew, Thank, thanks, creature. <laughs> you know? For giving them the maggots. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Good wingman there, creature. Also, like, she's like, you've got a maggot in your hair. But if I saw a maggot in someone's hair, I don't think I would be like, that's a maggot. I would be like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, that looks I'm like a piece of... I'm not expecting to find a maggot in your hair. Do you have soggy rice in your hair? Oh, God! <laughs> oh, no! Uh, <laughs> okay, so we start talking about Tonks. Molly seems to be groupy at, lump- at Lupin that Tonks is spending Christmas alone, but we don't know why. <laughs> I have this problem ever since reading My Immortal, where every time I say Lupin, I think about it being spelled L-O-O-P-I-N. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take his character seriously anymore. You mean when he was masticating? <laughs> when he was masticating. <laughs> um, Harry asks Lupin why Tonks Patronus changed. And it's 
and then it's like, wait, someone's outside. <laughs> okay. Arthur, Arthur, look, a distraction. A distraction. No, actually, a distraction. It's our estranged son and also the president. It's, it's, Percy, <laughs> we- it's, it's Percy Weasley and Rufus Scrimgeour. Scrimgor, Scrimgeour. Scrimshower. Scrimshower. Please not like scrimmy. Please not scrimmy. <laughs> Big scrimmy. It sounds like Mary Berry saying scrummy. No. <laughs> it looks very inviting. <laughs> it's Percy. I almost said it's Percy Jackson. <laughs> it's Percy Weasley. Oh, um, with the Minister exciting. of Magic. It's very it's much less exciting. He is acting extremely weird and standoffish because he does not want to be here. Mm. But he was um, persuaded into coming here. I mean, it, the, the text doesn't say this, but like the implication is that like Rufus Scrimshaw was like, you need to take me to your family because I need to get Harry while he's um, like home for the holidays. But like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe Scrimshaw was like, so naturally you're going home to your family for Christmas. Right. And Percy was like, oh, yeah. Because, like, otherwise, like, you could just go on a different day and not interrupt Christmas. Yeah. But I, gu- I guess it's, like, natural for Percy to, like, want to uh, go home to his family. I don't know. Like, at least from, like, at I least am, from Scrimshower's perspective. I am fascinated by everything that went on before this scene. Because, like, yeah. did Percy try to explain, like, hey, I don't like being wrong um, and I was wrong and I don't want to talk to my family. I'm so sure can he, we pretty I, please I, not? <laughs> I feel like at absolute most, Percy was like, oh yeah, like my parents and I like don't ha- don't get on very well. Like we mm. don't have a good relationship. I don't feel like he would elaborate at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The Eng- I feel like the English, at least in this book, are just like, they really don't want to share anything. They're like, right. oh, of course. They'd rather like lie and... Cross a boundary when honestly whatever. that does kind of explain a lot about the the wizard's love drama thing because like <laughs> the, like if you take British uh, like keep calm carry on ishness to its furthest extreme and satirize mm-hmm. it then it does kind of become like I'm not going to tell you for dramatic reveal reasons then it's like that doesn't need to be dramatic it would actually be a lot better if you didn't. Make this a dramatic <laughs> reveal. <laughs> it's actually wildly inappropriate. Okay. Yeah. It's it's really s- a little sweet at first to see. Molly's, like, stoked. Yeah. yeah Molly's so happy. Uh, but, um, like, the men are like, no. Yeah. And I'm with them. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, like, let's, let's think about it. So, like, Percy Weasley has done the following he like ran away from home he to, to like take a big city job because he like disagreed politically with his family i guess um and then he like did like interviews and like contributed to like propaganda against harry he worked for harry's fifth year abuser um oh and when he moved away molly went to go find him and he slammed the door in her face so that's like what we're working with here. And then when he was proved wrong, he like hasn't come back and he hasn't apologized. And he's not here to do those things. Oh, you left out the part where uh, he had the job before the other big city job when he uh, moved out, uh, where his boss was being mind controlled and he oh, yeah. uh, enjoyed. Forgot the, about that. Yeah, he enjoyed the personal power so much that he simply did not question the fact that his boss had disappeared. Uh, well, um, the Minister of Magic acts like Percy, like, really wanted to desperately see his family, and, like, yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah, we're and literally he, in the neighborhood. So fucked And then up. he, like, so casually is like, um, I'll just walk about with, like, any random <laughs> child, like, closes his eyes and points, and is, like, pointing at Harry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's, look, like, you're done eating. One. Yeah. He's like, oh, this one's done eating, and everyone's like... Eh. It's really sad. You can you can kind of see everybody's energy fall. Like everybody's kind of like understands what's yeah. happening because nobody yeah. nobody doesn't. Especially the prime fucking minister, the minister for magic. Minister yeah, of, no, of magic. like like the two the two dad figures are both just like 
Um, maybe you don't. And Harry's just like, no, no, no. I'm 16. I got this. I got this. He's, <laughs> um, what's that cheaty meme? It's like, it's like. <laughs> Shut up. I'm confident on... now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think Harry coming back in this book is just confident now. Yeah. He's like really working on it. He is. I see growth, but I, and he, yeah. he's just, he is so brave, but also, I mean, he doesn't like, he's not all, I guess he is all their bosses. I was like, can you not send one grown up out there with him? They're like, like Molly. Know. Yeah. Or like Blur. Blur. Anybody. Well, she, she works at the ministry. I forgot. Um, mm. Yeah, whatever. They go out into the garden. Um, Scrimgeour says that he's been trying to talk to Harry, but Dumbledore has been like blocking him, which dope. Good on Dumbledore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scrim asks like, what, what has Dumbledore been telling you? And Harry's like, no, thank you to this question. <laughs> yeah. So then Scrim says that Harry, basically Harry, you're perceived as the chosen one by the people, regardless of like what you actually are. You're perceived this way. Therefore, can you please pretend to be working for us? And it's the ministry. Yeah. Like everything about this scene, like from when scrim shower shows up is like, Oh, you don't like playing politics and you didn't want to play politics. And you said you weren't going to play politics. And then you got in the job and everyone is super upset all of the time. And yeah. now you're playing politics. And you're yeah. not great at it. You were way better at being being a, a grumpy cop. Yeah, grumpy <laughs> cop energy. Yeah, for sure. He's so just so obvious, and it definitely comes across as slimy, I feel. Yeah. Like, and Harry is does a great job uh, standing up for himself. Is it because of Bill Nighy, or is it just be Like, I, I kind of feel like sympathetic for Scrimgeour just because he's put in like a bad situation. Oh no, like I've I get the sense that like he doesn't like operating this way. He's learned yeah. that he has to in a lot of situations and he's really mad about it. And like maybe that is a little bit Bill Nighy, but that's kind of the vibe I always got from this character, what little of this character we see. He's like so no yeah. nonsense and this is all such a nonsense scene. That like yeah, it's true. It sounds like he's doing this to shut up his like I don't know, I don't know the government structure of the UK well enough to know what their equivalent of like the prime minister's cabinet would be like. Yeah, direct, maybe it's called a cabinet. I don't know. Direct advisors. Cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> the, cou- the council. The high council. Yeah. Sure. Well, like whatever the fuck. Um, and anyway, this is British wizards, so who the fuck even knows? But, like, I'm sure he does have, like, direct advisors who are probably trying to get him to, like, do more play politics bullshit that, like, mm-hmm. just feels more like a publicity stunt. And he's, it sounds like he's doing this, kind of, like, to shut them up, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, I you. tried getting the chosen one on our side, uh, like you've been saying Wasn't to do for he- six months. Uh, he wasn't into it. He was actually super not duper it. not into it. Um, so <laughs> and, anyway. And like, good on Harry for being so clearly super duper not into it. Yeah, well, he also brought up Del- Dolores Umbridge, which was yeah. not the best move if he was really hoping to get Harry on their side. See, that's like the thing. Scrimgeour like, let's slip that Umbridge is still working at the ministry. And he's yeah. basically like, she said you want to be an Auror and we can arrange that. But he's he's like not thinking, I think like, like emotionally when he says that he's like i'm yeah. gonna do a tit for tat i think he's kind of, that's maybe kind of forgetting like how young harry is like harry's gonna have an emotional reaction to the name of his abuser i wonder if scrimgor even like knows how does umbridge keep wiggling in here like how do people not know <laughs> that she's uh, crazy i guess because they don't care about child abuse yeah I guess that's what it comes down yeah, to yeah it really kind of does the only thing yeah so but harry basically is like i don't want to talk about this he rants a little bit shows Scrimshaw his scars from Umbridge. Um, Scrim eventually Hail Marys it and is like, what's Dumbledore up to? Where is he going? And Harry's like, leave Dumbledore alone. And, <laughs> and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah. And there's like a bit at the very end where Scrimshaw is like, well, it's clear to me he's done a very good job on you. Which is oh, like, yeah, what a line. It sounds and like it's not false. Yeah, it really isn't. It sounds like he has like legitimate concerns about like 
Dumbledore and his, you know, intentions. Like, he, he sees kind of the Machiavellian undertones to a lot of the shit Dumbledore mm. does, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely am not, like, so... Blo- I mean, like, you know, fuck... You can't trust the government and, like, fuck the police. But, like, also, I don't think, like... When I was a kid, I read this and, like, Dumbledore's path, like, seemed right, you know? Yes. And, I, and I just feel like... As an adult, I'm like, these are both bad options and there should have been like a third there should have been like a third a third choice where the community came together and like it wasn't about like one person sacrificing themselves, but they like figured out how to do it together. Yeah, but they would have had to like communicate openly about that. Um and they simply are not going to because drama. Um but no, like it really is all about the drama. But like <laughs> like I don't know. I just feel like uh, Scrimshaw is a underutilized character. I think he was an interesting yeah. guy, like a like an interesting, yeah. flawed, nuanced character. It would have been cool for him to have stuck around long enough to get an arc, but he doesn't. He dies at the beginning of the next book, chapter eight, to be specific. Off screen too. Does all spoilers all the time. Does he get a lot of spoilers? But I'm, oh my god, does he get a lot of um, character development then in this? I think this is no. the last time we ever see him. The center treatment. Oh. No, we see him again for the will. Oh, right. That. Yeah. Um. So, Leela, is there anything that we missed that you want to go back to or like any favorite moments or like special jokes you want to like, underline? I want, I'm wondering about these gnomes. Like, for me, it's my first time kind of like hearing about them and the sense of this, you like the this Potterverse. Well, to, they, I think in book like two or three that bo- the boys are tasked with like getting the gnomes out of the garden and they do that by picking them up and flinging them with all their might. <laughs> what the fuck? So what are these creatures like? Are they so their nuisances? I was like, they don't just like keep them. They're like, like little people shaped rats is kind of <sighs> how they're described. Okay. Like that's kind of yeah. that's kind of the vibe. They're like potatoes that walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the way it that. I mean, I don't know. Do they have like humanoid faces and hands? It ca- yeah. What, no. It sounds like I'm they like they that. do kind of talk a little bit too. Because like when the yeah. boys are denoming the garden, the little gar- garden gnome is like, "Get off me! Get off me!" I imagine garden gnomes <laughs> like trolls from the troll movie, just like cute little things but with like their own smaller. culture and society. <laughs> Hey, Mister, I'm walking here. Yeah, that's kind of for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of how I imagine their voices. Yeah, Haley. After you're done hitting your pipe, uh, do you have any last words about the chapter? That was very ominous any- for a second there. <laughs> nope, no, no last words about the chapter. Okay, great. Um, I also don't have any last words about the chapter. Okay, perfect. Damn, we covered it. Um, all right, let's move on to plugs. What an efficient episode. Oh, God. Okay. We are nailing this. I actually am glad that it was a shorty because, like, I have this thing where I don't, like, I I don't watch, like, the Christmas specials when it's not Christmas, you know? Like, I don't like to do that. And so, like, like, I'm not invested right now, November 1st, in a Christmas episode. (laughs) The vibes are good. What all did they fucking eat? They ate parsnips and sprouts uh, anything they, else they, uh, turkey uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i was kind of wondering about the tur- does does britain have turkeys like native oh, yeah. turkeys does they, it say turkey for sure it, it says t- it says turkey well you know they're like they hate on us but like also they're like obsessed with us a little bit like i feel like the traditional christmas thing there would be goose yeah but like did they just like did they just like get their hands on turkey during like the Elizabethan age and just be like, Oh God, this is so much better. They do like have turkeys. <laughs> okay. Huh. They we do exist. <laughs> but are they native? No, I don't think so. Huh. But I don't know. I, I, I didn't, go- I didn't do a good job. Googling. Okay. I want to do research <laughs> do about own, this later. <laughs> do your own research. Um, let's do plugs. Okay. Leela, where should the people find you on the internet? I uh, listeners, I'm Leela. You can find me at Instagram and TikTok at Leels for Reels. And you can listen to me most every Wednesday on uh, Burn Before Reading. 
Oh my God, y'all. I'm so excited about this podcast, truly. Yes, I'm extremely, extremely excited it's, about it. It's really, really nice to podcast about something, honestly, that like isn't Harry Potter, but also like isn't a fandom. It's nice to be able to just talk about like life and stuff, you know? Yeah, it's it's like it's relaxed. It's just shooting the shit. It's a good time. Um, yeah. So I guess like that's mostly my plug. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be my plug today. That's going to burn be before reading. The rest of forever. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen to it. Um, do you have any like books or anything you want to plug? Um, no, not really. That's okay. <laughs> Haley, what about you? Do you want the people to find you on the internet? Oh, there's nowhere to find me on the internet right now that matters. Um, let me Perfect. see. I actually want to see if I, I did the Middle Earth Drunk History with Mary Clay recently. I want to see if that episode's come actually come out. It did. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so I uh, am going to plug uh, Mary Clay's... That's what I'm talking about. I uh, drunk Middle Earth history. Uh, I was on an episode of that recently. Uh, we got very, very trashed and talked about the darkening of Valinor. Uh, so that was a lot of fucking fun. That's such a good episode. It really f- just one of the most fun recordings I've ever had. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. And one of the most nonsensical. But, you know, that was <laughs> <Yeah>. the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. So many amazing pods that were that we're all plugging. Yeah. Uh, my name is Christina. You know where to find me. And uh, yeah, my plugs burn before reading. Woo. I want to plug our socials too at burn before pod. We're on Instagram and YouTube and Tumblr and Facebook. Uh, who cares about mm. that one? But yeah, come support me and Leela by checking it out. Listen to the first three episodes and tell us, send us a note about how much you love it and then take that exact same language and put put it, uh, post a review that says that <laughs> five star review. And then, you know, if you're like, wow, I hate this, you know, you could just uh, listen to something else or you can hate listen to us because like we will absolutely accept that as well. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Downloads is downloads, baby. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, our favorite review of all time on this podcast was one that roasted every single one of us one by one. So, If you leave a five-star review for Burn Before Reading and it's super spicy, written super spicy, you better believe we'll read it on the podcast because that's like perfectly in line. But it has to be five stars. <laughs> yeah. We will not recognize the force. Like a, uh, I took off one star because I hated it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that's the end of things. That's the end of the episode. Leela, Haley, thank you so much for joining me. Anytime, as always. Yeah, and Leela, you'll be on next week, too, just because we want to keep talking about Burn Before Reading, so I put you on two episodes in a row. I know, I'm excited, and I read next week's chapter already, so I'm <gasps> Look ahead at of you. the game. Man, yeah. over a that's really cool. Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Alright, that's the end of the episode. Go listen to Burn Before Reading. Do it! Do it. Bye. Oh, the the trailer for it will come up in after the credits. And the credits are now. Now. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the restricted section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod on Instagram at Restricted Section Pod, on Facebook at Restricted Section Pod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. I'm Christina Kahn. And I'm Leela Hilton. And this is Burn Before Reading. The podcast about shitterature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. 
Uh, like that school project you were really proud of. Or that poem you wrote when you got dumb. Well, how about that apology letter you wrote to your mom when you got into that fight? Or the song you recorded before you knew how to write music. Okay, don't at me. <laughs> and we're here to talk about other cringy literary topics along the way. Like the Library of Alexandria. And Dewey Decimal. His name was Melville. Melville Dewey. Oh, well, do we want to get the clips rolling? I don't think I ever recovered from this in terms of being cool. Why did I say any of this? Guys, you like the drama? So there is actually quite a bit to unpack here. Oh, all this drama was so addictive as a teenager. There's no punctuation to it. I'll start with that. I actually have no memory of this. There were so many, so many lies that I was telling. It's not terrible. No one, like, really taught me how to write a good short story. That was a journey. Listen to Burn Before Reading every Wednesday, wherever pods are cast. I was literally just a fantastic... Yes. Uh, Tina, we can't hear you. I'm not saying anything. Am I? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear everyone. Nothing weird has happened to me. Okay. I think, was Tina just like sitting too still? Dave X Media.